Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, webheads. It's Madame Dakota here. And guess what? I'll be making cinema history yet again because I'll be playing the role of Angus in the new Hey Fam biopic directed by none other than Zaddy Zack Snyder. Let's get it started in here. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. We're recording at my house, mm-hmm. and of course, my name is Levins, and not in his own house is Angus no, Truscott. I'm sure they can tell the difference. I mean, this could be their first episode, you know. But they could tell that. the difference. I mean, like they could be acoustically. I'm being serious. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's, there's a little bit of an echo, and I'm not talking about the uh, six, about six the, episodes that got Shadow dropped. Uh, a, she, no, she's deaf. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that are like, awesome. get into... <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> um, but the ads are like, it, I guess they're like, they're localized, oh, you know, I know advertising. You and it's like... Listen get in- to Echo. No, no, no it, it'll be like, listen to Echo. Well, she's not doing that. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, I keep confusing uh, her with Daredevil. Um, uh, it's like, you know... Hey, she's she called Echo? Get, she can't hear anything. Exactly. She's, it's like, get into Disney Plus this summer with Echo. And it's like, man, it's fucking... Almost March. That show... People I, I, stopped watching that show like two days after it came out I in December. I refuse to believe that show exists. There was yeah. zero hype about it. There was zero marketing. There was like... Oh, I'm moving away from the mic. Uh, Tazon Day style. <laughs> it's because I was sick. Um, yeah, I saw no marketing. No one gave a shit about no, it. No, it just came and went and people were just like... If they even brought back Mr. Fisk. Mr. I, Fisk. Is Daredevil in an episode? I believe so. Yeah, right. But I, I wouldn't know. Mm. I, ain't, I ain't watching that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 baffling that they would... It, and then they keep like, yeah, it's like, what else they're rattling off? It's like, <laughs> I think it's like they're talking about The Simpsons. I'm like, oh, yeah, yep. fair enough. I know 30, that, I, I, 40 years. That's like consistently the most watched thing on Disney Plus, apparently. Yeah. Um, I imagine then, people just chuck it on to like background white noise. Yeah. Yellow noise. In the shitty uh, HD, like cropped Weird version. Yeah, well, they changed it's now uncropped. Yeah. You, if you, original, you have to select Special it, features. It's a select, special feature to yeah. watch it at its original format, which is sick. And then the Percy Jackson. Oh, the old bar. No, the old home of voice. Yeah. <laughs> Percy Jackson. Lynn Manuel Miranda's no, grasp never of the Disney company shit. is uh, unheard of. Wait, is he in it? Yeah, he's like a god in it or something. He's in the DuckTales uh, remake. He's in every. He's got in, his fingers in 2017 all twenty seventeen as a Gizmo Duck. He's fucking awesome. Oh shit! Like, hang on, I got to show you a picture of what he looks like in uh, in Lin Manuel Miranda. Percy Jackson because I saw a photo and I assumed it was like him at a ringside at a basketball game. Yeah, but when I heard gods, I guess maybe the gods in this. Are like everyday Joes. It's really funny to me when they just get him to be an actor, like because he can't act. This is him as like a god in it. 
He's Doesn't wearing a like, hoodie. He, he looks, looks like, like he's, he's like doing someone an, playing celebrity poker. He looks like he's doing an actor's roundtable. Yeah. And someone said like, hey, I actually liked Hamilton. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Someone's delivering something to my house. Oh, I got something delivered today. Well, me too, already. Should I go see what it is and open it live on the pod? Yeah, I think so. Play some uh, intermission music? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, Levens is back. It's a big box. And I feel like it's something that I already had delivered today. You can see it over there. It's, it's from KFC China. <laughs> For the Chinese New Year, they made all these wild toys um, based on the Sanrio characters. Is that business or pleasure, that one? Um, yeah, one's business, one's pleasure. But I, I, I wasn't sure. Which one's this? I think it's the same one. I bought it, accidentally bought it twice. Yeah, I've got it <laughs> two of the So same. which one's business and which one's pleasure? Uh, you'll have to uh, watch my TikToks to find out. I accidentally out. bought something on eBay the other last night. Um, cool. Because I was selling something and their UI... Because you bought your own thing. No, their UI is so bad that I, I think at one point I was watching other versions of the thing I was selling, mm-hmm. like just seeing out of interest how much it was going for. You know, you like to keep tabs on if you're selling something. I, I was following one or two people from Australia that were also selling it. Yeah. And then the app like notified me and was like, hey, you have an offer on this price. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Hit it. And they're like, cool, you owe this now. And it was an offer from the person. Huh. And it was showing up in the same area of the app where like your selling stuff is. Oh, weird. And I said, yeah, I'll buy it. I was like, yeah, I'll accept that. Of course, that's like $50 under what I'm asking for. It's like this, I have like, I accidentally got sent two copies of Frank Ocean's Boys Don't Cry years ago. Yeah. I was like, I, one's just sitting around gathering dust. I Amazing. should sell it. Get some, get some Moolah. Get some Moolah for it because it's like, like nine years since it was released, ten, uh, eight years. Um, and I accidentally bought another one. But then I told the person, I was like, hey, have a look at my history, my, my, my account. I'm selling. I sold this. You must have like watched another person's listing. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. it. And then they sent me a thing. But the phrase in the app was like, hey, you've been offered this. Which, and it, Classic eBay. You can't, I wish there was like, there's like a, there should be a Jeff Bezos for, for eBay that you can be like, fucking Jeff, whenever an eBay fucks you yeah, up. Yeah. eBay just seems to be the most UI run, sorry, AI run company in the world. Like... It, it it also is Bezosy in the sense that its website looks like it's still from 1999. Like it's one of the most ugly yeah. websites in the world. I've been spending some time with that Prime app though. I, I think they they, they, cause they overhauled it a few years ago. Oh, the ago. TV app is completely TV. different. I really like it now, yeah, but you're right. The Amazon itself really is like bizarre. Because it. 80% of, 90% of the content on Prime is like disgusting. Yeah, but the, as, as far as like a, a UI uh, thing to use is, is quite good. I don't love it. There's a lot better UI what's the, out there. I know we've done this before. What's your What's your number one in terms of like easy, easy, easy of YouTube. use? YouTube. YouTube, yeah. No, sure. seriously, yeah. YouTube. Uh, Netflix isn't, though it is looks pretty. I think it's dog shit at serving content. I think Disney Plus is actually pretty good. Yeah, totally. With the clear definition. I mean, it, it relies on you knowing the sub-brands of Disney Plus, like Pixar, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, Star in Australia. But at least once, if you know that, it makes a lot of sense. I yeah, think, sure. I think Disney Plus is great. Uh, it's the easiest place to like not just look for stuff that you know is there, but also be like, I wonder if they have yeah, like, this thing. Good. Netflix and- is garbage because it shows you like eight titles <laughs> that they want you to watch. Like it just is like binge is by far the worst. I think binge is disgusting, man. I've been, I think binge is rebranding. I got an invite to an event next week, which I shan't be attending. <laughs> but it looks like spoilers. They're calling binge Hubble now. H U B B L. And I've been invited to a red carpet premiere as they throw the switch for Hubble with Hamish and Andy at the the Opera House. What the fuck is Hubble? Now, I'm trying to read about it. And it says, actors and personalities, Hamish Blake, Andy Lee, Whipper, (laughs) um, (laughs) Joel Creasy, Richard Wilkins. I mean, 
Uh, Andrew Winter. I almost thought it was Andrew Levins. I was like, huh. Adam Lior and Carla from Bankstown. I, of I course. Any of these Who the fuck are. is Carla Some from Bankstown? sports people. So it looks like they're finally uh, throwing together maybe they're like sports app and binge and calling it something else. Though oh, I, okay, I right. don't think it's that because that would actually be make sense. I think this is another evil ploy to uh, convince old people to sign up for Foxtel. Foxtel. Okay. But I can't find any information on it. You should just go to the thing and find out. I don't want to go. Put on a suit. No, I'm not. Maybe you can meet. Actually, you know what? Oh, there we go. If you type in Hubble, first thing that comes up is Hubble Fox. Oh, Foxtel's Hubble app reveals partners at launch. Hubble. Okay. The Australian have written about it, which isn't. Always a good sign. Always a good sign. Hubble to reshape TV with key apps under one roof. Sounds like they're launching a like LG OS slash Apple TV OS that will keep all of Foxtel's apps. Together, Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime, YouTube, Apple TV Plus, and Paramount are some of the streaming services that'll be available in Foxtel's Hubble launches. Oh, it's, you know what it is? I bet it's a box, a cassette top box that you have. Because um, Telstra are always trying to give me one of those things. Yeah. Like, like their own version of Apple TV. Yeah. I'm trying to see what it is. I, I, they're calling it a Hubble platform. Try and see what it is so you can never use it. Yeah, guys, this is not an endorsement of Hubble. Do not sign up to Hubble. I, I mean, like, look, if it, if it comes out that um, that they actually air shows even faster than Binge does, like, you know, if I could save yeah, 12 40 seconds, 40 seconds instead of 30, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm signing Mumbrella up. Have, yeah, look, th- I, I still can't tell if it is. You got to go to that launch, man. Yeah, I think I got it. Get a photo of Whipper. I think I got to go, um, I think I got to go Ocean's 12. Make out with Carla from Bankstown. <laughs> Ocean's 11 style. <laughs> go undercover. That's sick. This yeah. just sounds like another last-ditch effort to prevent them from getting a uh, Max launching here, right? But I mean, and I feel like the hype for that happening is 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 over. It's, like I feel it's, like if it's it, long it, dead. If it happened now, people would be like, "Oh, that thing that, that cancels movies dead, and, and long dead." Yeah. Speaking of Warner Brothers taking L's, have you seen all of the um, doing the rounds today on the World Wide Web? The Batman Beyond film that the Spider-Verse directors pitched a few years ago. Yeah. Told never. Was it, and so it was before Spider-Verse, yeah. was it? Yeah, right. Fuck, that, movie, I, 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 that would be a billion dollar movie. Yeah, for sure. Like a futuristic that Batman movie. so good. Yeah. And they're just like, no. And then after the pitch, were apparently, maybe. They said, <laughs> they lacked the pitch that they said, we might do this. They they are so, like, they would way, Batman it. Beyond was the original Miles Morales in a way. Yeah, for where sure. Where he has this, this relationship younger with protege. Uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne. Uh, you know, he is, uh, he, he doesn't quite have the swagger of a black teen, but his name was always goofy. It was Terry McGuinness. I yeah. always found that odd, like Irish. fucking Irish Batman. <laughs> but uh, man, what a- That would be so sick if that's what he was canonically known as. Irish, Irish Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. In the like Grant Morrison celebration of all Batman. He's like <laughs> short and looks like a leprechaun. And <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm just like, what a fucking L move to deny. Like that is a version, as much as we like dunk on um you know, the handling of spider people in this uh, Oh, and we're going to. We're go- and we shall be because yep. this is the 912, as we said last yeah, week. Yeah, last, last uh, week 9/11, was 9-11. The, the dust hadn't, the rubble hadn't settled yet. Now we're pulling out survivors. We're talking to some of the perpetrators. It's it's a crazy- This episode's going to be called the 912 of Madame Web. Yeah, we, uh, we are all trapped in her web. Her web ties us all, it binds us all. Uh, the one thing that they do do is like no one gets confused about uh, Tom Holland's live action Spider-Man not being the animated Miles Morales. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. very clear defined uh, separation there. Unlike the proposed like Batman at one point when they're going to have Ben Affleck, Rob Pattinson. You know what I mean? It's just like have an animated Batman that is disconnected. That's going to make you so much just money. Just make more cartoons. Make more cartoons that look awesome. Especially like DC has such a long history of making cartoons. That no one watches. Like, you, you, no, but in terms of like oh, totally. the, the animated series, yeah, that's what Batman I mean. Beyond yeah, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. place. Yeah. This looked so good. 
I guarantee you it was strategically like uh, put out in the ether in this like coyote versus Acme getting shut down. Oh, I reckon Sony were like, hey, let's we'll leak that, you- let's leak that they uh, pitched it to Warner before we took it on, so we look better yeah, as a studio in the yeah. wake of Madame I, Web. This movie looks insane. I was I wasn't even a huge Batman Beyond fan. Like I like it and think it's kind of cool. it's it's not. I've I've never really spent much time with it, but it always looks kind of. I just cool. love the fact it was like canonical to the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know that that's such a cool and movie. yeah. And then if you watch all of Justice League Unlimited, the final that's, episode is like Justice League Beyond or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's all the future. It's Justice like League Terry set, Yeah, yeah. And, like Irish work. Justice League, Irish Justice League, <laughs> Dublin Just, Justice Justice League, Dublin Irish Joker. Irish That's got to be a thing. Irish Joker's a Protestant. Now, which one do they have? What's the Sunday Bloody Sunday song about? Uh, Protestants and Catholics. Whatever Terry McGuinness is, Joker's the opposite. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So we are going to get into Madame Web. Also, want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Well, I guess the aftermath of Matter Web specifically, but also want to talk about um, True Detective finale yes. aired last week. So we'll do our my, my final it aired thoughts. This week. You're right. Um, aired on Monday. It feels like a week ago. Lots happened in uh, in my in my world. Well, Madam Web's Web connects. That's well. exactly. That's what I meant by what's happening. It was crazy. It was a big swing that when Madam Web showed up at the end to uh, prevent the murders by force ghosting herself behind. <laughs> Um, I also also want to talk about the end of PS5 as proclaimed by Sony themselves. Yeah, which I can't uh, wait for them to walk that back in a week. Oh, it's so weird. Um, but uh, first I want to ask you a question. Mm. Did you know that there is an animated movie that was written by Charlie Kaufman yeah, on, on Netflix, Netflix at it's the moment? It's called like Zora and the uh, Defenders or uh, something, uh, right? Orion and the Dark is what it's called. Mine was just- and... Uh, yeah, it's based on like a, a, a children's picture book, mm. which I didn't actually realize. Pretty much every DreamWorks animated movie I saw a thread is based on a that. book. I saw like the Boss Baby book. I saw Shrek. Is, well, Shrek's is, yeah. famously based yeah, on yeah. a book, but yeah, did you know the Boss Baby was based on? A I picture did. Book? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, How it's to Train Your Dragon is based on a series of books. Yeah, um, yeah. The but best one. Every almost almost every DreamWorks the movie ultimate is based DreamWorks on a film. Um, but uh, Charlie Kaufman, of course, the the writer of Being John Malkovich adaptation and the writer director of. Um, uh, Fucking what's Kate Winslet Jim Carrey movie called? Eternal uh, Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Adaptation. Mind. That uh, Synecdoche, New York. Uh, That's how you say it. What's uh, the other one? The one that I can never. I always get it when a, in doubt. Such as a. Oh, no, there was one that was. I, I, I'm thinking of ending things. I'm thinking of ending things. And there was one. He, he did do an animated movie. Oh, Amina Lisa. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, that one. Amina Lisa. I've never watched. The, I haven't. I haven't seen Synecdoche or that one. Uh, I've seen Synecdoche and didn't like it, but I was. Uh, it was. Close to twenty years ago. Yeah, I really want to hear it. And I think now, if I rewatch it, uh, now that I've suffered depression <laughs> <laughs> and live with it, I think I'll actually like it more. I think it was probably too confronting from the raw nerve of my eighteen-year-old self. Yeah, because I mean, you know, uh, loved uh, Eternal Sunshine. Loved um, fuck. Why can't I think of the one that came before it with the Cro-Magnums? Uh, oh yeah, Siphon. He didn't. Did he direct that one? That was no, that, he was, wrote Ma- it. that was Michael. Pa- oh, what's his name? Michelle Gondry. Michelle Gondry. Michael yeah. Palin. Michael Palin. French Michael Palin. <laughs> uh, and obviously adaptation being John Malkovich. That movie was cool as shit. What was that one? Yeah, let's, human nature. Arcade. Human nature. Yeah, it's yeah. human nature. Isn't yeah, it? not the not the beloved uh, um, Rudy Hill RSL <laughs> boy appearing boy band. The first live group I've ever, I ever saw in my life. They they, they performed at spectacular. My, no, at uh, my, the hospital my mom works at. At their Christmas party. Oh, by like, when like they asked to, but they just did they just start performing. No, yeah, they were they were booked. Human nature. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, look, people I, forget about that one. People are going to not even know about this Orion and the Dark movie. It's been out for three or four weeks. Yeah, and 
It's really good. I watched, oh, it, I watched it? it last night because yep. um, I was like, oh, like first of all, it sounds like a great movie for Archie to watch because it's a movie about a kid who's scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes the, 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 the things that he's scared of. Some might say Archie in the dark. The dark is the... Archie and the movies. The uh, fading of the light in the cinema <laughs> when the true, film's about yeah, yeah. to start. Yeah. Um, but it Did looks, he watch it? it no, he, Should he, I get a coaster? Oh, uh, no. This is just for hot drinks. Don't I'm worry. flying naked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm having a tea. Angus is having a classic, classic cocktail of uh, carbonated water, water and yeah. nothing else. That's all I drink. Um, that and black coffee. I ha- I, I, my insides must be squeaky clean. But yeah, I was doing the very normal thing of uh, of pre-watching a children's movie before I watch it with the my children. Warnings. Yeah, like uh, they go to the movies in one scene. You'll have to do an edit, like where they don't talk about films. And every time, every, every like literally every scene, I'm like, God, he would fucking love this movie so much. But, but then it, someone would whip a gun out. <laughs> so it is about like it's 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 really really cool in that like it looks like a generic DreamWorks movie, mm-hmm. but because of that, it does like so many things that you just would not expect the movie you're watching to do. So it and doesn't have it pulls a, the rug out a monkey song in it. <laughs> I can't. Th- the only needle drop in it is like a Tame Impala like album cut. Wow. Um, and I think like a Flaming Lips song at some point. Okay. Um, but so the movie is about this kid Orion who is mm. a, a sc- scared of everything. And, and the first, it's like him narrating, like him trying to talk to a girl at his school, and then him, how old's Orion? Uh, like you know, I guess middle school age. Okay. Like I feel like he's in the weird realm between eight and fourteen. Somewhere like I would say he's a. That's tween. a weird number to group kids together at, isn't it? Like at school, like is that, school is that middle school? Maybe it's a little bit high. I think it's going to be ten, and, 10 and fourteen, something yeah, like that. But yeah. still, that's a weird number. Yeah. It should be teens and children. But when when I was never the two shall mix. When I when the publisher asked me to write a kids book, they were mm. like, "You should write the kid around 10. Mm-hmm. Because that appeals to teens, kids that are like as young as five. Mm. Because they're like, "Oh wow, a big kid," and then. I think up to 14 will be mm. like, oh, he's, you know, he's not too much and, young, um, younger than me. Pedophiles in their mid thirties. Of course. The, yeah, yeah. the biggest, <laughs> the bi- <laughs> your biggest market. <laughs> um, so yeah, Orion is like, he, he kind of like, is like, oh, here's all the things that I'm afraid of mm-hmm. as he's narrating, tell, telling you what he's doing as he's, as he's tra- you know, trying to summon the, the energy to go and talk to this girl. Mm. Um, and then he talks about how he's like school counselor has told him to make a diary to write down all the things that he's scared of. And he draws Would you call them it a uh, diary of a wimpy kid. It's true. <laughs> She's just a backdoor prequel. And like the, the, the animation style, I guess like the, the, the character design of the human characters is as generic DreamWorks mm-hmm. as, as it gets, mm-hmm. like almost like it Accentuated looks like it was, eyes, like big features. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but also like very like clean and, Smoothed off exactly, yeah. um, and uh, it continues. And then um, I'm only, look. This is just like all the t- first twenty minutes of this movie. I went in blind. Mm. If, if you want to do that to, to stop stop I'll listening uh, for a bit, Daredevil. Yeah, that's he right. I like Echo. Apparently, <laughs> um, but your son must be so jealous. <laughs> just tie like a blindfold on his head and be like, okay, let's go watch this movie. So the thing that Orion is scared of the most is the dark. And so his parents are like, please, you know, l- let us sleep through the night tonight. Mm. Please just try and be brave. You know, you, you know, we're right here. We'll leave the door open. Everything will be okay. And then as soon as the house goes dark, his mind races all these possibilities of what could be there. And suddenly, like, at, at the height of his, like, kind of, like, panic attack about mm. it. And it doesn't, it's not too much about, like, anxiety or, like, you know, mental health. Like, I feel like a lot of movies mm. have really lent in, in the, lent into in like the Like uh, Inside world. Out or... Yeah, it definitely yeah. feels like it took inspiration from Inside Out. Mm-hmm. But uh, suddenly, like, Orion's, like, attack, panic attack is interrupted by someone going, gosh, will you give it a breast already? And it is the embodiment of dark itself. Mm-hmm. And basically, this character who is the dark, mm. 
like takes him on an adventure cool. to kind of show him how the night works and That's the various cool. people that make up all That's the mad. different things that but it kind of like it kind of leans really hard into like that kid's adventure mm. thing and then it pulls the rug out from under you and suddenly you realize why the narrative has been told that way a la adaptation where it's like oh someone else is telling this story yeah. and then it changes again not in as bigger way no, as adaptation well, does a kids but movie, yeah man i what had Charlie kaufman do before was it that last one that i'm I thinking of ending things which i really didn't like yeah i didn't but, either uh, i mean i was on board for the first 30 minutes yeah i just, i just was i just kind of was like what's the point of this <laughs> it just felt very and i i'm all for pretension i think pretension for sure we love it yeah. it just did feel very pretentious yeah totally uh, yeah wow i gotta check it out so it's a, it's a partnership between dreamworks and netflix but they just, have a weird partnership, don't they? They do the, like the How to Train Your Dragon series. Series, but this is a movie, and it's baffling to me that like like teen like what is it? Teenage Kraken, Ruby that Gilman, got a cinematic like release. that got a cinematic release, but this one didn't. I feel like so many people just from the the basis that it's Charlie Kaufman wrote this movie. You know, Angela Bassett does a voice, a bunch of mm. like pretty like funny people. Like it's a lot very very niche voice cast besides Angela Bassett. Um, oh, except. Uh, there's a great joke when you first meet Dark where he's like, you've got nothing to be afraid of. Here, I made a documentary about myself to explain everything about me. And he hits play on a documentary. Guess who the narrator is? When I heard so? Yeah. yeah. Fucking <laughs> the incredible. That's so cool. And yeah, it, it, it was just a, 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 like a really, really fun movie that, oh, cool. that, that like I think hits on as many familiar beats that mm. you've seen in every animated family movie but then hits on like just some truly strange like and i've, I've i looked at the online reaction of like you know kids mm. watching this movie is like oh, i was loving the first half mm. of this movie but then like it just the the narrative is so I mean, weird i'm like what does well, gerald say yeah yeah what's that it's gerald say? i haven't seen I mean, what gerald's, gerald's yeah I, mean, I, I, haven't, I, I haven't felt the blazica <laughs> yeah. on, on, on this one <laughs> i need to know how high spicy hot this is rated I like, he treats um his film reviews like uh he's on hot ones you know what i mean like well, he's, when in reality i think he records them on the toilet after hot ones <laughs> after <laughs> his honestly you watch any of his reviews on uh on, on on his instagram and he's like in an echoey room with just a white i like wall to think his parents him. are like very ashamed of his no he's uh, like very corporate job i think he's doing it on his like toilet oh, it would be funny yeah. if his family like shunned him for liking baby movies and he's like mom i'm going to the toilet and just does like a deep dive on like i don't know shrek i admire third. his dedication to to the uh mm. to every single similar to you movie. like i yeah. see a lot of similarities yeah, yeah, yeah. like you, you you're the I re- and people don't know this that like unboxing toys when we um when we record hey fam angus is in his living room and i record in the bathroom yeah it's the only way we do it um it is interesting though that this is kaufman like going back to like writing something off an existing I don't know if he's ever done that for a while Yeah I mean adaptation was him yeah, Reacting like to strange... being asked to adapt The, the uh, Orchid Thief the, the Orchid Thief Which I yeah. read that, that book when I was I was so obsessed with that that's adaptation so That I even book, that read the book Not about... even he could Yeah <laughs> I mean that's what the whole movie's about Yeah yeah uh, That's so interesting How yeah. funny is that Like you think I'm weird now in, in, When I was in high school I read the fucking I could say you're going to like Dimmix and asking for it And I'm like Oh is this for your like yeah, mom yeah. or something And you're like no it's for me. I don't remember if I liked it or not. I don't I remember that I, that I read it. I think you'd I remember liking it. I love that movie, it. yeah. Great movie. Uh, I just, it was, it was less just... about liking it and more of like, good, I'm glad I did that thing that I had to do. Yeah, I know that. That's like 90% of my things. <laughs> like, I always rewatch a season of a show before a new one starts, like the lead up, despite yeah, the fact yeah, yeah. I've watched them all. You still haven't watched the last season of Barry, have you? No, I want to watch all four. <laughs> no, I do, because I kind of forget everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I forget most stuff. 
Instead of like it taking five hours, names. it'll take you 20 hours. Well, one of them's name's Barry. They remind I know there's me Barry, I know there's Fonzie and Baldy. <laughs> Chrome Dome. Yeah. Uh, no, he had uh, Noho Hank. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Um, I just know he's like an actor that kills people. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, it's a the lot. There's, there's a few more layers to it, then, but you, you got the, the premise. I remember there's out. a lot of cool episodes in season three of like single takes. Oh, man. Season three is the best season, in my opinion. Four was very divisive, wasn't it? I reckon if I went back to it now, um, and funnily enough, we are going to be talking about another divisive finale. Or not so much divisive, I feel like everyone is like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we talk about True Detective later. But uh, I feel like if I was to revisit it with a bit of hindsight, I'd really appreciate the, mm, the finale. Maybe like now. me with Synecdoche, New York. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I wonder what... Hopefully, Charlie Kaufman starts doing more. I mean, I, I think anyone should be able to flap their wings and get crazy, but him doing like a commercially... You know, like a commercial-based thing like that. I mean, I assume... Do you reckon he has kids or something like that? And he was like, I want to write I something. I want, want them to watch something that I've done. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, he just, I guess it's a combination of maybe he felt... I don't know. Maybe he felt that story spoke to him. Maybe he's like, this is a great movie I want to be able to be a part of, like t- teach this story to kids. But also, like, he probably needs money. But it's also yeah. a second Netflix production in a row, which is interesting. Like, the, has he kind of got like blank check shit? I there? feel like some some like auteurs are like, well, fuck. I, I, there's a lot less people telling me what I can't do when I do it for yeah. these guys. But then like, all he's doing Noah is Noah Bombach wrote wrote like the Madagascar films. That's right. Yeah, well, true. some of them. Or yeah. I say like this. Yeah, really interesting stuff like that. I guess it, it's a paycheck. Here's what's fucking hilarious. Did you know that the girl who directed Madame Web? Oh yeah. Directed Prague. the. I, I was going to whip this one out. Directed the um, Tom's Prague. Bachelor Party yeah, episode, episode of Succession. Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where um, where Tom, uh, Tom uh, eats his own uh, Nazis. Cum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of the great episodes of the season of a show. Yeah, uh, like it's one, one of probably worst, my favorite of the entire. One of the worst run. shows. One of the worst films in the uh, season of cinema. I, I, it makes me think that like. She had very little to do with the movie. Yeah, I think they just needed a body, and and they may as well be a woman. Like, I mean, yeah, I think they needed a body to like force this film around. Like the chick who did um, Punisher Warzone, which now with hindsight, people actually view as like a cult classic. She didn't. She hasn't done anything since P- Punisher Warzone. Right, like, I did not realize a woman made it. Yeah, crazy. Um, she's like French, I think. Maybe Canadian French. Um, I mean, a lot of this movie, I'm sure, we're, like I said, well, this is only the 9-12. We're still learning more, but so much yeah. of this film As is everyone ADR'd. knows, after 9-12 is 9-13. 9-13. And uh, yeah, some say the... the mo- I mean, they didn't know it was Osama Bin Laden for publicly for a while, you know? Yeah. We don't know who orchestrated this attack on Two Towers of Culture, but uh, there was so much of this film is obviously not what it was supposed to be. Like, it was ADR to hell. I don't think the... Horrible French villain spoke any of his lines on set. Oh, legit! And like, it, it I, I feel like the the chick from Girls wasn't even like with him. They were like, oh, we've, we've, uh, she was shot in a different. Yeah, we have to like add her character in, so at least he's talking to someone. Like the the hacker. Oh yeah, one hundred. Like yeah, and all of her scenes were shot were shot in like the same two hour period. Like it's yeah. She's just blogging. Got to be. Time. You're right though. I think that's the worst use of ADR. Like the entire character, you never see his lips move alongside. So he's the back of his line. head. Yeah, it's almost like he did the whole thing in another language. Um, and I, I just still remember <laughs> the enti- the first time the entire cinema laughed at our press screening was when he's like complaining to that like CIA baddie he fucks mm-hmm. about how he keeps dreaming about girls killing him. Yes. And the whole cinema is like... It was so... That yeah. is the, the the fact that that is the crux of the villain of this very important... The supposed important film at one point in this film. Just like 
universe is that he's like, I have dreams about women who look the same as they do 10 years earlier, like in this film. Did you notice in those scenes, he was made to yes. look more like Ezekiel in yeah, the comics, yeah. like gray hair, older. That, they're the same age. Yeah. Shooting like fucking ectoplasm. What web. I love about the setup of the movie is that um, <laughs> like when like the, the three of them are friends and know each other and I guess become spider girls together, mm. but... Like Sydney Sweeney's character is like, oh, I'm Spider Girl, and then the other two just have to make up another name. Yeah, it's not yeah, Spider yeah. Girl. She's like, I'm Spider Girl because I'm wearing like. Uh, I'm a- Spider Girl because I'm a girl who has the powers of a spider. And I- like, they're like, dude, we also have that. Why are you really spider interesting girl? ideas of what they think spiders do in it? Like they get very, uh, very liberal with what spiders can do because well, they're not allowed to shoot webs no. because of that's. I, I would love to see the contract. That like lines out what webs. yeah that that like what they can and can't do with Spider Men mm. adjacent movies. Um, it's very. I was thinking also very interesting that both movies. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know if this has been pointed out. It probably has though. I, I guess uh, you know. I don't think about Morbius often, but the, the film basically starts the same with uh, people in like a South American jungle. Yep. Like getting a an animal. Like, yes, it's totally. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, Craven for, for like health. I mean, like, th- I mean that that's almost like cr- benefits, a criticism yeah. of you know pretty much Derivative every su- Marvel superhero yeah. and, and villain on origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Craven is starting that way. Yeah, totally. How funny that um uh the the, the real superhero of the box office this week is Bob Marley. That's insane. <laughs> that one love, baby. One love is number one. Yeah, uh, in 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 uh the on the box office charts this week. Um, Apparently, dog shit, but. You didn't need us to tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you're, you know, one of the many Bob Marley fans of the world, you're going to go see it no matter how bad it is. Or uh, if you have a nagging wife, no woman, no cry. You're going to take her along. And <laughs> Apparently, um, in the movie, like, it's very, very, very literal li- things inform these songs, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. see him fighting with his wife and then suddenly you hear him performing No That's Woman, crazy. No Cry. That's crazy. That's awesome. I love subtlety. <laughs> Subtlety's for cowards. Uh, speaking of biopics, the big news today about the uh, BCU. Oh, the Beatles. We'll, we'll get to the BCU. Well, I think it's a nice tie-in to Bob Marley. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, this, yeah, is, a, I mean, this is a nice link we're doing. Yeah, that's true. I think you shouldn't deny it. But, but we, we saw Priscilla, which it. I guess is a musical biopic, and that's one that is was tremendous. Yeah, but I mean... But I would say by the by like. For the most part, they uh, they suck. Um, I think it depends. I, I like Elvis Priscilla. I don't really like any other ones. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to rewatch The Doors. I saw it when I was younger. The Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone yeah, yeah. with uh, uh, Val Kilmer. And because I watched Wayne's World 2 beforehand. That's how I they, knew about exactly, it. Exactly. My parents it. had to yeah. tell me why he was meeting yeah. in his dream, The Lizard King. Yeah, but they're, not, they're kind of back with a vengeance. We've had Rocket Man. We've had uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, walk the line. Well, I like Walk the Line. I think Walk the Line's great. Great performances. But the the news today with Sam Mendes making the official uh, BCU with four biopics to be released in 2027. Each one Rashomon style. Do you think it's yeah. going to be the same events of the Beatles and they we get the George version? So the yeah, ring? every Beatle is getting their own biopic movie. Like, what's the release? Do they do it? Is all there a once? team up movie at the end? Like, it's so insane. Yeah, Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Skip Linda needles. McCartney walks in the last scene and it's like Paul McCartney will return in Wings. Yeah, <laughs> John Lennon will return. No, he will die. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what. The, it's really interesting because the Beatles estate are endorsed. I saw Ringo Instagram about it earlier today, saying we're all on board and back Sam Mendes. We're but like, all on four board. movies is uh, is unless you watch it all, unless they're three, four half hour movies that play back to back. I mean, sure. How, how do you do this? Uh, yeah, are you releasing them all the same weekend? Like, it's crazy. I mean, I kind of love that as a, like a social experiment. I do too. I think it's kind of fascinating. It's in, it's it's insane. I guess like 
the Beatles are the people to do it with, like the biggest pop- popular cultural icons of the last like century. If you're releasing them like, you know, one month out of each other, which one are you putting out first? Yeah, you do John Paul, George Ringo. I think you do it in the like the the fame, the, the way you say it. Okay. John, John kind of started the Beatles, yep. the Quarrymen. I, you do John Paul, George Ringo with the, the when people joined the band. Or maybe the John movie's the longest, then Paul's the second longest. George and then Ringo's like a five minute short that plays before I don't know the latest Pixar movie. and it's animated in the same style as Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, I, I, it's so curious. I mean, the closest thing I can think of, and this is not at all similar, is Elvis and Priscilla existing within the same sure. twenty four months. But yep. you know, two different filmmakers, two different studios, two different actors. Like that's fucking crazy. I, I will say Barry Keegan will be in this. I'm not sure who he's playing. Ba- I, I'm, I'm already trying to like cast in my head. Sam Mendes is such an interesting choice for this too. Insane like, filmography. I, yeah, one, he's British. Two, his his first movie is American Beauty. I don't know. Yep. If, I don't know if people know. I mean, is that yeah? Because he was a stage uh, stage actor yeah, yeah, yeah. beforehand. That's right. Uh, loved his follow up, which I can't think of. The, the great. No. It's really funny that American Beauty was directed by a British guy. Well, you really need an outsider to, to, to enjoy the beauty of America, I mm-hmm. think. You know what I mean? I, what was his second film? The gangster one? The uh, Road to Perdition? Fantastic movie. Which mm. is kind of like a like a Western take Tom on Hanks? Wolf and Cub. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Is that Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, I guess. Uh, I did Skyfall, one of, I'd say, top three best Bond movies but of all time. then he did... Spectre. Spectre. <laughs> which is one of the worst. I've never seen Revolutionary Road, which I've always wanted to but I heard it's quite meandering, but I guess also the text that it's based off is that's Leo and Kate Winslet's reunion. Oh yeah, after of course. Titanic. Yep. And then, uh, he did. 1917, which I've never seen, but won a ton of awards. Roger Deakins cinematography won best uh, Oscar. Is that Al, Al Pacino in that one? Uh, not Al Pacino. No, no. <laughs> not at all. It's uh, like, British I know it's people. a war one. I don't know why I thought Al Pacino was in it. <laughs> Put him in it. I reckon. I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 think that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in like one scene. It's that film that was like, you know, one It's take. one take. That's right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Roger Deakins, cinematographer for uh, Blade Runner 2049. And then Empire of Light. Yeah, which apparently is a nothing movie. Uh, however, Roger Deakins, I think, did the cinematography for it. I remember seeing a lot of film Twitter be like, it is one of the best looking films and no one's watching it. <laughs> And now it made eleven million dollars at the box office. Yeah, insane. I think it was I a streaming a co- movie. It's a COVID movie. I think. Oh, it was yeah. a COVID movie. Uh, was it Deacon's last film? He's worked with Sam Mendes a lot. He did Jarhead. People forget about Jarhead. I've never seen Jarhead. Jarhead's good. I like Jarhead a lot. He Al- did uh, Al Pacino's in it, right? Uh, yeah, he's the head. Um, oh wow, Roger Deakins. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm looking at Roger Deakins. Uh, Role. He, he he was a cinematographer in Rango. <laughs> oh, perfect! I think we've talked is, about that before. Which yeah. is a CG film. Which oh man, I've been oh he was Sicario, one of the great. Have you seen Sicario? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. incredible. Yeah, we know Deacons is a good. Um, I've got really big news that I'm so excited to share. I saw this earlier this week, and I was like, I'm so glad. It seems very hay fan that this news has just got out. Um. Gore Verbinski, after what seems like 10 years, has announced a new film. Okay. Uh, he's No, in eight, over eight years called Good Luck, Have Fun, Don't Die. The cast is Sam Rockwell, Haley R- Lou Richardson, Michael Pena, Zazie Beetz, and Juno Temple. 
The film is being dubbed as an action adventure, centers on a man from the future, Sam Rockwell, who arrives at a diner in LA where he must recruit the precise combination of disgruntled patrons to join him on a one-night, six-block quest to save the world from terminal threat of rogue AI. I'm like, that sounds fun, bro. Bring that shit on. So is he producing or directing? He's directing it. It's okay, his cool. first film he's made in like uh, close to ten years. Yeah, sure. Since Ringo or. No, Cure for Wellness, which no one oh, right, really okay, sure. saw. But yeah, after we're talking about the greatness of I said of Ringo or Rango? I think I said Ringo. Maybe the Beatles Ringo movie's already out and it's, it's called it's Rango. Rango yes. <laughs> I would like it if Gore Vivinsky uh, cock-blocked Sam Mendes and is like, I'm actually doing the Ringo movie. And it's want- Johnny Depp as a lizard. Are they, how are they going to like, are they marketing these movies? as like? Is it going to be like John, a Beatles story or like... Yeah. I really don't know. It would be really funny... Because <laughs> Sony's doing it It'd be very funny if like Kevin Feige has the rights for George Harrison's parents Or like <laughs> the Liverpool And they're not allowed to mention something Unless they like collab And it's like yeah. and, then you, and then we get to see uh, Kevin like Feige on, on, the, on the red carpet With, yeah, a, with, with a, a George Beatles Harrison hat. hat Yeah, that'd be amazing Yeah, what a weird announcement This is not But it's, you know, it's very interesting I guess the Beatles are thinking of their Post being a live career uh, and they, their estate is We had obviously Get Back Which came out two years ago The brilliant Peter yep. Jackson thing And it's like Yeah this is crazy They've never They've never like, There are films about the Beatles There's like Backbeat uh, There's quite a I Want to Hold Your Hand Films where the Beatles Are kind of Yesterday The uh, Black Mirror for Boomers Movie as I yep. call it uh, But we've never had Like a biopic of them It's so weird that I guess They're like Yeah well, Now you're getting four Everything's happened. You can get away with it. I, my biggest hope is that, like, because a biopic. That Sophia Coppola do a Yoko film. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. That'd Cynthia. be excellent. Um, no, but the, uh, the, you know, when you sit down for a biopic, you know the kind of style of movie mm. you're going to get, which mm. I guess is why Elvis is so fun, is because it's so it's not that it's, it's like, so quick and ridiculous. It's like you've uh, taken a drug, a, yeah, a exactly. party drug, and watched a. I hope that I, know, I'm, I'm, I doubt he will Given his filmography But I hope that Mendes He like, endorses that Well he has some fun With the genre Yeah wouldn't it be great If just, he works with like A different cinematographer For each one One's animated well, One's like, animated yeah, Exactly yeah, yeah. Like that'd be Very cool but One's I doubt, black and white Like a hard day's night Yeah Like you know They lean into that One's like Fly on the wall Documentary style Like let it be Get back Sam talk with us Yeah we, We've got some ideas yeah, well, like, I wonder too. if, like, the Soup, John story... Soup's made a video annou- is announcing like, the BCU. Did you see that? Yeah, he's... He, I mean, he, the fact that Soup's is announced is... That's how you know comic book movies are dead. He's, I've never listened to the Beatles, <laughs> but I read their Wikipedia page. Sounds like they're great. Yeah. But you, you you know that means comic book movies are dead if he's already planning his next the three BCU. Plan. Yeah. Is he, did he coin it? I, I don't know. That's I, I, I don't it. watch he needs, that. He needs a win. He needs a win. <laughs> yeah. No, he wins enough. I'm sure he wins a lot of arm wrestles. <laughs> like, hand-based... <laughs> Combat and based games, uh, slap contests. Uh, it would be really interesting if, like, the John movie is like maybe the first four years of their career, and then the Paul movie picks it up. You know what I mean? And it ends with it. Like, I wonder if that's a way to do it. I don't know. It's so really curious, mm. very curious as to how these films will play out. I mean, we, we'll find out in three years, especially if it's like each of them show like very different periods of time. Yeah, like the John one's black and white and then the Paul, you know what I mean? Like, and or, like, or like the, the Paul, the Ringo one is more about post-Beatles yeah. stuff than it yeah, is about yeah, yeah. during. Really interesting. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to more more details of it coming out. I don't like know if you I'm hear looking Sam forward to the movies, It's almost but... like the uh, Vince McMahon meme. It's like Beatles biopic, whatever. And then it's like directed by Sam Mendes. Oh, cool. And then it's like four films released in the same year. That's insane. Yeah, as, as, as like a cinematic 
event this is pretty exciting I yeah guess. yeah yeah I'm, I'm all for it i'm as a huge beatles head i'm very curious about why now they've decided this is the time we tell our story like it seems it's like when the beatles went to streaming i remember that was a big deal remember they always they, they, they like are the miyazaki of um technology they're all yes. like quality control they yeah. always like do things one way and re- they're very they you know you'll never find beatles songs on like compilations for decades or whatever but now that's what i call 60s. yeah now that's yeah. what i call uh smoking marijuana with bob <laughs> dylan yeah they're, they're very uh controlled so i'm very curious as to I don't know how much money was offered or they're, they're looking at the charts, the biopic. Well, maybe, that, maybe Bob Marley, One Love was the... Maybe they're like, we won't do it unless One Love cracks 50 mil first weekend. We won't do it unless Bob Marley's movie beats Madam Web at the box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that. I think the end, the end of the Paul McCartney movie ends with, um, with Paul... Uh, Agreeing to let the new AI Beatles song be in Argyle. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. It's um, the twisted mind of uh, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, he makes a, a Nick Fury esque appearance and is like, "Give me your song." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, I, that movie is so insane, but it's so funny that it's been like side. It's been um, bait and switch for me by Madam Web. So, did you make a definitive call whether which one? Madam Web's a far was worse film. Okay, right there. You go. Like there is flourishes in Argyle where you're like, "Oh, a human made this." For better or for worse. But it still has the same contriveness. There's a level of contriveness attached to <clears throat> Argyle, which is worse, which is like the fake book written about. Like, it's just... none of the, no it, one, Argyle thinks that it's something that it's not. Yeah, Argyle thinks he's on the team. Oh, Madam Web, like, no one thinks anything about anything. Madam Web has zero thoughts. It's just like... <laughs> Insane movie. It's the best collab with, between ChatGPT and... Um, cap cut i've ever seen my during every second shot in the movie is something starting upside down and the, and the camera slowly turning 180 degrees to reveal that no taxis don't drive on the ceiling <laughs> like the um how did she get to peru in a taxi i know the, the biggest realization for me was that like she, uh, such a big deal is made that the mother has gone all these lengths to make sure that oh, yeah. her daughter doesn't become she's healthy is, isn't disabled mm. so that's actually what's how she goes to the amazon to begin mm. with but in becoming Madame Webb, she She's disables herself so ways. much worse yeah. than she would have been if she was just born the way she was meant She's to be. She's blind now. Hope, hope the spiders were worth it, Mom. <laughs> Her web connects us all. Um, it kind of has connected us all in a way. Mm. There's been this really collective, like, celebrating of this film. Uh, I haven't, you know, some of the reviews are now like, it's so bad, it's good, it's not. It's just, like, very bad. Yeah, I don't... Th- I- cannot see this being like a, a one that the, everyone gets together and watches for fun it's no, just like so they boring, thought they had that with morbius remember yeah, yeah. it's not happening. I, I, again morbius is also like the biggest crime that morbius and madame web is that the most part they're just boring they're just dog shit movies with like four sets yeah and no thoughts zero thoughts hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, but let's keep things in the, uh, in the Sony-verse for oh. a moment. Oh, do you want to go through the... Oh, whatever. I was going to go through the, the box office taking just because it's so funny how, how much it, it ate shit this week. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we do that because we've got Dune out next week, which I'm sure is going to be a... Dune took 30 million. Are you million. seeing Dune 2 tomorrow? I am. That is exciting. I'm it's, seeing it on I'm, Tuesday. I'm, I'm, I'm like beside myself. Uh, You're in full worm mode too, right? I've finished the book. So you did you read it or did it? Yeah, I read it in two weeks. My man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, The yeah. worm book. And now I'm onto the sequel. You sure you didn't read a book about like the the art in Dune? No, I, and I, I didn't soups it. I, I read this. Yep. Uh, yeah, I had a great time reading it. Really, really great book. You're looking forward to seeing things that you read happen on the big screen? Or? Yeah, I, I'm definitely not the first to say this, but uh, the second half is like has some really bonkers things that happen in it. Cool. First, the first half of the book is very much like the first film where it's like, you know, dropping, it, dropping you into this like very well-established world and you're kind of like learning about fiefdom and, uh, you know, the spice thing and the families. And second one really goes to some fucking places. Mm. And I'm very curious as to how well they will adapt. Uh, there are certain, th- I, I, I haven't I'd never seen the David Lynch one, which I might try to watch tonight. I want to kind of just be Full tuned worm. up. Yeah. And there, I, I've, I, I, I had a look on YouTube at scenes that are in, will presumably be in Dune part two from that film. And it's fucking crazy, but it just, it doesn't translate as well, but shit. I don't know, man. I think Denis has the source. He cooked so hard with that first film. I hope it's a box office smash. Well, this, the first film has made thirty yet. million this last fortnight on its re-release. Oh wow! Which I have a feeling that this second movie internationally is, or just domestically. In have America. a look if you've got the box office there. I just read it yesterday. It's like Dune has already made thirty million in a week, which is like crazy for that a three-year-old film. That would be so funny if it um if it made more than Madam Web did. Um, Long range box office. Dune re release takes films global box office to spicy new heights. There you go. Well, uh, worldwide, 30 million okay. in a week. So, Just, not, not, not quite the big win that we wanted, but. It's so, a huge win. It's bumped it up now to making from 4 million to 430 million. That's great. No, it's, it's sick for sure. Um, so It's an uh, old film. That's crazy. Madam Web made 51 million worldwide in its first week, which unfortunately um, is almost like close to its budget. No, it's, but people are saying that the budget is like closer to over 100. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Um, I don't want those freaks to pat themselves on the back. Domestically, it made 26 million. Now. So, I mean, so 26, how much did you say? It made 50. It's made 50, just over 50 so worldwide. But I reckon it's of, dust. There's no, like, that is not, it's not, it has not got legs. You know what? We didn't pay for it. That's true. <laughs> we, we did the right thing. Yeah. But so you compare that to like all of the Sony superhero movies. You have it's Venom. It's not as bad as one, isn't it? Did Morbius go worse? No, 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 no. So, so it's it's far and away the worst. So, um, Venom one. Let the Venom two is the biggest one. You're right. Shit, Venom two is the biggest opening that. Venom, weekend. Venom, That's insane. Well, dude, Venom heads. I yeah, mean, we're here. 106 million. Unfortunately, I've never paid for any of these films but Morbius. Yeah, I missed the screening for Morbius. Did I, I go was, to the screening? I don't remember. I think you did because I saw it with Noon. Okay, um, Venom. The first Venom got 102 million. What was the first one? Sorry, uh, Venom Let the Be Carnage. 106 million first 106. week domestically. That's pretty fucking crazy. 102 million for um, Venom. 
Morbius got 45 when million. When was Let There Be Carnage? That was post Endgame. 2021, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was post. People During thought we were going to see uh, Peter Parker cinema. Far From Home. Probably saved cinema harder than Fast. That's right. Fast it came after Far From Home, and everyone was like, oh, we're going to see Peter Parker. Of course, yeah, yeah. But the, all we see at the end is him watching TV. We do. We see him watching TV at the end in that hotel room. Yeah, yeah. And then the like world changes so and will never be followed up on because <laughs> he just got sent to a resort. And then sent back to his dimension, but the goo remained, remember? Yeah. That's right. The spooge. Um, so Morbius did 45 million and then Madame Web did 26 million. So Morbius huge dimension. What's Craven going to get? 15? It says TVD on the graph. Well, yeah, it's not out. What are you, what are you predicting though? Uh, I can 20. I've, if I was Sony, I would be trying to sell it to streamers. I've like, stop embarrassing yourselves like this. And they have two more coming out this year. It's fucking it's crazy. So funny. If I was Marvel, if I was like Kevin, I'd mm. be like, but now we Sony will buy it. We'll pay, you know, 50 yeah, million we'll for it. Disney Plus. And we'll put it on Disney Plus. But also like, we'll buy your characters. Yeah, obviously that too. But they won't but until if, across the spy. Uh, but even that's so troubled. Because if they, they lied about it being done right, didn't they say like dude, it's out in six like months? Fucking five years away. But didn't like, they say like it's out in six yeah, months? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, like we. Ha- I remember Haley Steinfeld being like, "No, we haven't recorded dialogue." And the writers are like, "We haven't finished writing it." And the animators are like, "In hospital from yeah drawing too hard in the, from the boot from camp. not sleeping for six years." Yeah, that, that's not coming out for a while. Um, great, great movie though. That sequel's fucking yeah. Good. I mean, it runs rings around everything else Sony have done. Yeah, um, but that's what I mean. That is the one. If the, if those films didn't exist, the Spider Verse films. Um, Spider-Man would have been procured by Disney by now I believe But that said like The Spider-Verse movies don't make that much money You know what I mean Like none of them have, They're not billion dollar movies for but Sony I think Sony can use it as clout The critical clout And be sure. like Well these are the most acclaimed superhero movies In like 10 years Yeah uh, I just buy Spider-Man that's, that's a 10 billion 20 billion dollar You know Sure Expenditure versus a 4 billion dollar one Which is what they paid for Marvel and Star Wars. They paid $4 billion for Lucasfilm, $4 billion for Marvel. I reckon Sony would sell Spider-Man. They wouldn't start talking until it was like $15, $20 billion. I think a big part of why I like the Duck Book so much <laughs> is that it takes me back to a time <laughs> where... Disney only had like fucking but, but they, just, they just made cartoons. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that, that's cool. I mean, there's that, as we found out in our famous Disney Plus episode where we read the titles of things coming to Disney Plus, there's one all of, that the 60s, 50s dog shit, which I definitely knew of. Where half of them were like... Lucky, the little penguin, like yeah, yeah, the they, fake documentary. They were made for fuck all. They made fuck all. The Apple like, gang, the Apple brothers or whatever. Yeah, it was. the Apple dumpling gang. Yeah, just like Apple they've always been making like dog shit. What if we, we call our podcast the Apple Brothers? I'd be on it. <laughs> the Apple Brothers. <laughs> Sounds like a tech podcast. Like yeah. two, two dudes. Uh, we pretty much are the Apple Brothers. Actually, I'm looking around the room right now. <laughs> it's a very, lot of Mac. It's very Apple brother Mac and me. Mac and me. The Apple Brothers present. Um, are you excited for Dune, speaking of... Yeah, of course. I can't wait. I'm yeah. going to rewatch uh, the first one uh, this week. I did that again this week. I started yeah. IMAX, but then I wanted to watch it again at home. I want to try and watch it with B, but I, I'm DJing every night this weekend, so that, that ain't going to happen. I'm DJing a Matchbox 20 show tomorrow I'm with so uh, jealous, dude. main supporters, Goo Goo Dolls, which I'm far more excited about seeing than Matchbox 20, just because what are they going to do uh, for Iris? all the songs that aren't Iris? <laughs> um, uh, eight Minute Iris. Um, I saw Blink-182 twice last weekend. How were they for you? I saw them once. It, the shows were near identical. Yeah, it's but, the same set list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, when you, like, you know, Very similar banter. You reach like, that age. Yeah, like you just 50, become a well-oiled like, machine. Yeah. Travis is my favorite thing about the band, dude, though. He, 
Like it, as cool him, as it is to see Mark and, and Tom. Oh, but without Travis Blink would never have got past Dude Ranch. You know what I mean? Like they would never be a stadium band. Worst thing about their set, one song off Dude Ranch. Like that I guess like, like Damn that, it, yeah. Just damn it. Like no Josie, no like like there's there's so yeah. many songs. They're like fifty album. and they're like I didn't mean to see like I, They I, stopped playing Damn It. Uh, sorry, Dude Ranch songs when I saw them in two thousand three. Yeah, I guess I'd like I tuned out by then. Like everything mm. everything since then I've kind of come to appreciate they play like as an old Enema self-titled take off your pants a lot yeah like that's the Th- those are the it. three yeah that they yeah the, most the trilogy off. of like when they were the biggest band on the planet yeah um i had a great time i saw you briefly on the friday night yeah for the show fuck it was good best i've seen them live i think musically oh it, it, and the sound in there was fantastic yeah. too. it yeah. is it's so cool seeing that like it's awesome they're back together you know what i mean like half of it for me was seeing those three on stage because i saw them with matt skiba in 2016 yeah right uh in in um santa barbara crazy no time well, he left the band when Matt yeah, Skiba yeah. replaced Tom for like two years. So I've seen Blink eight times maybe. Once was without Travis when he didn't fly out here. They had a drummer mm-hmm. from Bad Religion uh, when he had his like, uh, you know, yeah. fear of flying. And the other time was in the States where Tom had left the band indefinitely forever at that point. And Matt Skiba was on. Uh, it was very strange to see him singing like the Tom songs. Mm. And it was still great, but it was just like, oh, it doesn't feel the same. And now it was just... It's like he never left. I've got two more Blink shows this weekend. Fuck yeah. They're in the same... They're at Sydney Olympic Park. In same the, night as Taylor. Same not, not nights, both Friday and Saturday. Dude, uh, the Taylor how are you Swift getting it? You should start walking now. Yeah, I mean, I've got a car space already locked in, locked, like, because I get provided one because I'm working. And I guess because I have to get there early, but then have to, I, get, I, I have to play late. I should be okay just to hopefully get out of there like an hour beforehand or an hour early. Hopefully that's enough for it not to be too much of a problem. Taylor fans are fucking psychos though. They'll like, be lining up now. I pre- I did I did a very similar gig where um, I played Backstreet Boys oh, that's right. the same night as Ed Sheeran yeah. and I think a, a Korean star. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so it was like three venues at max capacity and they, they actually paid me extra to play for longer and like cranked up the music because they wanted people to stick around as long so as possible so, the so they didn't try and get trains or, or drive. Because Sydney Olympic Stadium is, as the crow flies, very close to where even where I live. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I feel like it's like the middle ground between yeah, both of our houses. But yeah. it's like incredibly terrible place to get to by public transport. They don't even build a direct train line to it. You have to catch essentially three trains from, uh, you know, from from the Sydney's central station to get there. It's like yeah, it's stupid. Sydney to there Stratfield, is a direct Stratfield one, but they, they, they can put on sometimes. But they so. don't ever do it. Yeah, they only do it for like big events. It's really weird. Well, they, they'll be doing it for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I right? guess so. Yeah, T- Taylor's like apparently Melbourne just it was just like chaos. Like citizen, that, right? citizen Taylor. Like yeah, it, 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 like, oh, like I, you get off the plane and it's like welcome Taylor, and insane. it's like my name is Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, I'll take it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Saturday night. That starts Friday, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll be 24 hours out of Dune just thinking about that. I think. Yeah, I'll be uh, dying for, to talk finishing about finishing on Saturday night. 48 hours before Dune. Oh man, um, we're both Dune going to different our lives. Different, yeah. We're, we're the worm at either side. Dude, I'm so I, I, I'm so excited that I ordered the popcorn bu- bucket. No, someone's bought that for me. Is sending it over a listener of the podcast. Shout, shout him out. Shout out to Trashwire. Shout uh, out Trashwire. Alexis Gentry, I or Gentry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, you don't need a full name. <laughs> I take that back. Um, they're, they're sending it and I'm so excited. They just sent a photo of it then at the cinema said, I got this for you. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love our fans. <laughs> um, I will not be saying what I will be doing with that bucket. <laughs> 
But I'm so excited for this movie, man. I haven't been this excited and well, we all know how that turned out uh, since Rise of Skywalker. Like oh, for a film brutal, where it's just like, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting. This is going to be so good. But I... I no, oh, this is going to be a much better experience. Be a good ex- they're not going to say, oh, you know, the worm is actually your dad. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, if it's going to be a similar experience to Rise of Skywalker, I'm going to start drinking now. Forget, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. walking to, ta- to Taylor. Chris Nolan has called it this generation's Empire Strikes Back. I'm hoping that's not a Tom Cruise-esque uh, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Endorsement. That was pathetic. But I do trust everything that Christopher Nolan says about films. It's not something he fucks around with. He loves yeah, yeah. the fu- Did you see him getting interviewed by Stephen Colbert last week? And he starts like going ham on Fast and Furious. Colbert's like, I've never watched one. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I've watched them so many times. And then he's like, oh, they're amazing films. He's like, oh, look, you could probably just watch three as a standalone and enjoy that. Five onwards, they really start creating their own lore and stuff. And like, he is ahead. He's locked in. It's crazy. He's locked in. And he's just like, he's like, he even says to Stephen Colbert, he's like, you should just watch three as a standalone and let me know how it goes. Like if it were, like, he's like, I think that one would work the best as a standalone. That's amazing. Dude, he's locked in as hell. Imagine being a night host and just not being able to do anything else with your life. Like, yeah, or, just or chatting to people. What you have to do is like read newspapers and and read, well, they don't and, read and other people's jokes. I don't read other people. Yeah, yeah, read it for you. Your team of like twenty. Or if you're Jimmy writers. Fallon, you just drink. You just drink and laugh and buy ape NFTs. <laughs> um, I love them. Uh, fuck. What was the other? You see that, um, he also said he loves it. Uh, interviewed during Oppenheimer, he, he's like started quoting Talladega Nights, and he's like, "Yes, I knew that." Yeah, I, 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 but both he and uh, Scorsese have come out in the last um, little while and said that they're favorite, Web rules. favorite movie of last year. Um, past lives. Oh wow! No, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good for them. I'm glad they <laughs> like. I, I it was fine. Just not Banger five movie. stars and best movie ever. Sorry, they made far better movies. I thought far better films. Um, they're all good. They're all good. I past lives is a fine film. Yeah, the the, the, the holy but quadrilogy: past lives, killers, killers of Flower Moon, and Oppenheimer, <laughs> and um, and Madam's, Madam Web. Madam Web. But no, uh, Killers and Oppenheimer fucking body that movie. Um. Maybe uh, Celine Song should have directed Madame Web. I mean, I'm st- if you've seen what her next project yeah, it looks is, crazy. fuck, the cast is... Uh... Oh, wait, Dakota Johnson's in it, right? <laughs> wait, is it really? I think so. <laughs> Web connects us all. <laughs> Celine Song. That's so good. Yeah, what is the next one? No, I wrote Ceiling Song. <laughs> it's <a> song. <laughs> Lizzie, McGu- um, Lizzie McAlpine apparently has a song called The Ceiling Song. Celine Dion Song. Dakota Johnson, Pedro Pascal, and Chris Evans. I mean, wow. Madam Web, Mr. Fantastic, and Captain America. Oh, yeah, the fantastic stuff. Let's, wait, 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 how, how are we going? We... We're going we're gonna to wrap it up in five. Yeah, we'll jump in. We're, we're Should gonna... we just talk about the PlayStation 5 quickly? Oh, yeah, wrap it up in five. Uh, PS5. Five minutes to the R- PS5. Wrap it up like the PS5 is wrapping up. Yeah, this, I mean, not only the PS5, but also the talk this week and the last few months, to be honest, the very heavy talk, which now being kind of confirmed that uh, X. Microsoft and Sony kind of shit the bed on this last generation. Uh, I don't know how much COVID is. I just I don't understand how you managed to launch new consoles in the middle of COVID successfully. Mm. Like, like, for all intents and purposes, those their launches very successful. In spite of everything, you can buy a PlayStation Five for about two years into its cycle, and even Microsoft for a few months, you couldn't get you couldn't get an Xbox. Now, Uh, I I think more damning than Sony saying the the you know and then there's. Because when you add it up, PS5 has been out for four years. 
which it doesn't feel like. It feels no, like it's been like it feels months. like it feels like it's never started cooking. No, you know it feels what I mean? like, like it's still in that uh, first six months when you're playing upscaled versions of old games because you're waiting for a game to and Because I feel like they were, I remember the moment. It was like an E3 showcase during the PS4's life where they showed off Death Stranding, Spider-Man. Last, like It was all this incredible yeah. reel and I was just like, fuck yeah. So many, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like so many of these like awesome looking games are all coming to PlayStation 4. I'm so glad I have this console. This yeah. rules. So I've never had that. had that moment with the PS5. Well, the moments you do have with it, you can also have on the PS4 because all these big games have been cross-platform yeah, besides yeah, totally. Spidey 2, which and, should have been a fucking launch title. And it's so funny to me that like people are always like, hey, Nintendo, when's the next console? And they're like, oh, Princess Peach is coming out soon. They were like, we're yeah. going to make... Uh, we've, we're gonna, the, we're gonna, we're, the Switch is going to be have a 20-year lifespan. Seriously, no, it will. It will. Like, it, it honestly will. But I think more but, damage... But, but like, no one's asking PlayStation 5, hey, where's the PS6? They were just like, yeah, the PlayStation 5 is going to start wrapping up soon. Well, we'll I think get- more damning, as, as I was saying before, Microsoft are like, we're putting our games now on Sony. But yeah, we're in They've talks. announced four titles. No, they've announced the first four oh, titles. Oh, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not the big Bethesda ones yet. Yet. Because I guarantee this is they it. They're testing be. the waters. But and like High Five Rush. Um, there's a few others that I can't think of. There's a big one, but they're just like High Five Rush is a Bethesda game, so that just shows yeah, well, that yeah. they, they are open to those Bethesda 100%. games. Not being They've announced the first four, and they're just like, yeah, here are the games that are coming to but PlayStation. But isn't that court case that, that, that that's what they want them to do is to not be like you know, not have these exclusives because it, it is yes yeah but, but it's just kind of them saying like people aren't even playing our games on our consoles. It, yeah, it is. I, you know what I, I mean? I've, I've cancelled my PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah. I'll get it back if I need I it for an online game at some half point. price during Black Friday. It was like $60. And I was like, I can do that for a year. I'm trying be... to cancel my Game Pass, but well, it's linked to I my phone. I can't do it either. How the fuck do you I've tried it? doing it. And says, every time I go to it, it says like, you cannot perform Tell Stu, if you're still listening after we insulted Binge for five minutes at the start of the episode, Did can you, you get please let us know? It's how to... like, I've tried doing it through the Telstra app and it's like, you, you are unable to perform this. <sighs> I don't want to call Telstra. It's the worst thing in the universe calling Telstra. It sucks. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Game Pass, <laughs> no games. Like, yeah. I, I would say out of this generation between those two, because I'm not including the Switch because it's an interim generation, though it is head and butt, shoulders the winner. And butt. And butt. Uh, the, Sony has had a far better Yeah, I mean, games. they definitely have memorable games that I'll associate with the console forever, for sure. But yeah, whereas Microsoft, nothing. It's like, oh yeah, I double with Forza. It's had games that, that are on sto- uh, Steam. Yeah. Or, like, games that aren't that great. The Halo game was good. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite single player. Really good experience. I had a real fun time. But yeah, they totally fucked the online. They fucked the online. That game was supposed to be like five years shelf life. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. They fucked it. Because this generation will be remembered for remasters, remakes, and acquisitions. The biggest thing I want... Because they they are just acquiring. They're in the business now of acquiring and... um, Making these always online games, like, or, or uh, like all Sony games, have to be those AAA, you know, third-person narrative, yeah. like yeah, yeah, enormous, yeah. like super realistic adventure games. But the only person that can really pull that off is Hideo Kojima because he makes like anti versions of those. Yeah, for like, sure. He takes the the foundation of that and then flips it, like. Yeah, we're, I'm quite bored of like now that I feel like it peaked with Last of Us Two, and I'm kind of good for that genre. Like I, I yeah, I enjoyed what Look, I when played they Spider Man Two of Us Part Three in like eight years after they re-released Last of Us 2, Two five more times. Yeah, yeah, when they release Part Three, I'll be ready for the third one. You know, but for sure, I yeah. I feel like and I feel like that like that studio certainly that's the only like the, that classic Sony style narrative kind of like action adventure game. can pull it off. I, yeah, I'm not excited when other um, companies do that anymore. I, I really never clicked with Ragnarok. Um, yeah, I stopped I said, playing it. God of War. Yeah. I was very 
After loving the first one. Loved the first one. The first one's so simple. You can remember the story for the first one. It's sure. You're taking your ashes, your mother's ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know nothing about the second one. <laughs> you finished it, right? I finished it. I can't Crazy. tell you what happened in it. It was a lot of characters meeting each other with the same names that I was supposed to know. Very strange. It just felt like very on rails for me. And I was just, I never felt like I was fully no, in control of the no, game. No, no. And, I, yeah. I, I, I finished it out of obligation. Though, having said that, I'm very excited for next week's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, totally. It looks like there's some good third-party games coming to PlayStation Well, that's first like, I mean, it's yeah. an exclusive. It's exclusive. not out yeah, on for sure. any other... Yeah, yeah. It's part of that But world. I want... Like, like Sony first-party have made tons of games throughout history that are some of my favorites. Totally. And it sucks that... What they do is acquire now. They though. shut down that... And I hate this fucking phase of, of gaming. Yeah. But, like, they shut down Japan the Japan Studio, Studios Japan that have made Studio so great. many bangers. Japan Studio did, that, like, like Eco, Budget titles. Uh, well. Shadow of the Colossus. Ape Escape. But, like, Ape you know, Escape. the Wii games. Loco mm. Roco. Um, and the, the old... Patapon. Like, Sony, Sony, especially for the first three uh, PlayStations, you could, it, it felt very Japanese still. Nothing about this cycle is feeling Japanese. This feels so fucking American. The most Japanese it? thing I can feel is Death Stranding, and that's and then the third party ones like Sims, Elden Ring and Sims America. Yeah, Elden Ring and, well, uh, speaking and Final of that, Fantasy. We've got the DLC announced just, tomorrow. That's exciting. Mm. The game it, I spent I think 180 hours on, and like you know when when the Switch brought together the portability the, the Wii U and the and the 3DS, I was like, oh cool, they're not going to be like doing two different consoles anymore no, and, they never and, and, I, and it definitely feels like we do get smaller size games on the switch yeah of course i wish they wouldn't charge full price for them i think no. that's fucked but for the most part like i like how many different types of games nintendo yeah. are rele- releasing yeah um, far more experimental whereas there's yeah, not like, this like we must have triple a games microsoft and sony have just spent so much money acquiring shit right, remember and the, i feel like we get less games remember there was that article it. and I, I swear it was like a few years ago sony had a plan for like 21 Live service games, yeah, and I feel like so I guarantee you one of them was back. Naughty Dog's Last of Us Factions or whatever it was. That's gone. Yeah, like none of this. Experts is told them you don't want to like, do, do this. Don't go down this don't road. Don't make this. Yeah, it's it's really insane. This generation is going to be remasters, remakes, and acquisitions and shitty live service games that you can't play anymore. And you watch it five next year the when the Nintendo Switch Two comes out, which I've heard is now rumored first quarter twenty twenty five. Because twenty twenty, Tommy texts me like, "Can you believe?" I'm like, "Dude, who cares?" <laughs> like. Um, you know that thing's going to be pushing PS4 Pro at most and it's going to fucking dominate the market. Yeah, totally. Because people just want games. Exactly. They want fucking easy accessible games. They're going to make the library compatible. You know what I mean? Like that's all you need. It's going to push maximum. Like only Nintendo will be able to unlock 60 frames, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. no one else No will. one else knows how to and like, no one will care. push the buttons right. Because yeah. it's a fucking Switch 2. I finished Prince of Persia on my Switch last oh, night. Oh, yeah, I saw you said there's a rap song at the end. It's a fucking, fucking Ubisoft, man. I forgot, is it, is I, forgot it, I was playing a Ubisoft game for so much of does it. Does Will then, Smith do it? Is it like his movies where no, he it's like No, it's, it's some like European white guy putting on an American accent. Yes. And, and like, they don't play it immediately, but I, I had the, the credits just kind of like running cool. in the background. And then like, yeah, suddenly a beat starts. Yo, Prince of Persia. What should I play first? Blasphemous 2 or that? Because I'm going to take obviously the switch to Japan, and I want to play a handheld thing. That's okay. Good. At the time, as I was like in the in the middle of Prince of Persia, I was like, "This is a far better game than Blasphemous 2." Mm-hmm. Now, having finished both of them, Blasphemous 2 is my preferred game. Okay. I think Prince of Persia um, has a few, surprisingly, a few less quality of life things that Blasphemous 2 does. Oh. It's an amazing fast travel serv- um, uh, in system Blast in Blasphemous 2, where you can always use a spell to warp you back to the center of the map. Cool, um, and then from there. 
like later on in the game, you're able to um, basically around. like jump around to any save point. Where I don't need to play one, do I? Oh, no, man. It's just, yeah, there's it's, no storyline in this shit. If, if you're like, you're going to be in Japan, you should just, when, when you're going to have your Switch, like, right? Like, yeah, the, oh, yeah. This is why I'm asking, like, because I'm going to play I Final that part. I was too busy thinking about how cool of a game that I'm going to play were. Remake and Rebirth as like the games I play before I leave my console behind. Fuck yeah, you're not going to see you for so long. Well, it's well thankfully, I'm away on tour with five. Thankfully. Um, and I'm uh, away on tour with seven, <laughs> the, the Final Fantasy. But oh, no, I, I've almost finished Remake again. And uh, yeah, I just want to, like, mainline rebirth before i go but also to lock myself in so i don't get like sick or like spend money on dumb shit you know what i mean yeah yeah good call yeah so very excited i just i fucking wish we got sent copies of final fantasy games i i reach out to them and we get nothing we, i mean you would be talking about them every week yeah like great great advertising for them i know we get sent the yakuza games and then don't even talk about them. <laughs> they Oops. you know that's one good thing about game pass every yakuza games on there that's true i think every i have i think one. i have Every Yakuza game just on my on my PlayStation Five. They're like on ridiculous sale at all the, the time. Yeah. Apparently, the one and two, the Kiwami, run much better. I know you can't tell the difference. Apparently, <laughs> uh, is it a bit? I'll never one, tell. One, one, one runs sixty frames per second on uh, Xbox, uh. but only thirty on PlayStation Five. Interesting, because I think they, you know, how Xbox sometimes has the PC upgrades. Like I don't know. Same with Mad Max. Uh, I, Mad Max game runs like 120 Mad, on Xbox. Oh right, crazy! It runs 30 on PS5, despite like both being the generation prior. They Very it unlocks certain things because of the PC link with yeah, right, Xbox okay, sure. and Microsoft. I wonder how they play on Steam Deck. I was kind of considering like like if if playing the Yakuza games that way, I feel like I would like really really yeah, get into I think them. You could sync that I, shit. I don't know what it is. I just don't like sitting down in front of my TV to play games. Whereas I like sp- sitting down in front of my I think TV it's our on a handheld co- console. See, my my living room is essentially my like could be like a game den you know what i mean yeah, there's yeah. no one else in there there's no other eyes i it's oh, just i'm me. alone in my house most of the time just, yeah, i don't know yeah i love playing on the tv i feel like my I'm fucking tv large and in charge turned it on last night and there's just stripes across it i hate that for it's you, like uh, like my my stripe my, it has pinstripes i they're not they, they really feel for you because i i'm gonna call i'm gonna call lg is life good off. We'll find out. LG. You know what? Life's always good when you're a PayFam subscriber because everyone else, we're going to hit stop and that's it for HeyFam this week. But if you're a subscriber to PayFam, $5 a month at patreon.com slash HeyFam, you get a bonus episode, not just this week, but every week we record HeyFam. There's over, I don't know, 200, 300. I've I've never checked. I've got no idea. Someone let us know. Hundreds of hours of extra episodes of HeyFam. Crank the numbers. Tell us how many hours. My favorite got. Patreon member, ChatGPT. Mm. Um, and uh, you also get access to uh, the HeyFam Discord, uh, where you can find out, you know, or have a place to discuss the many things that we discuss. Plus, lots also, we're in there jokes, too. Lots of uh, um, lots of yapping about Dune 2 about to come up. Madam Web, she's Ma- in there. Mad Web's in there. Um, but yeah, come join us, patreon.com slash HeyFam. The next episode is going to be all about True Detective Season 4. Um, we're going to be talking. We've just got a nice stuff. update about the uh, the future of the Jurassic series. Yeah, the Gareth Edwards, right? Yeah, I'm all in. Can we talk about that, I guess? Yeah. Um, and uh, I've got some, uh, not just True Detective, maybe some true crime that happened around the corner from my well, house. Well, I think you're living it. in night country, brother. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's been fucked up over here. So uh, come, come listen to a, what is surely to be a wonderful episode of PayFam over at patreon.com slash HeyFam, and we'll see you there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.